Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So I'm here with Donald Nugent, um, Joe McDonough uh, Cup champion 2020. Donald, how's it going? Well done today. Thanks very much, Connor. Yeah, going well. Uh, just enjoying the celebrations here. So, um, no, definitely going well. Uh, very much a relief moment um, at the end of the year. Looking at these great. So, yeah, good to be here and thanks for having me. Um, I suppose it was. I mean, relief is a is probably the right the right term as well for when it came to the final whistle because you know Kerry kept coming back and you know weren't really letting up towards the end of the game either. No, definitely not. Um, they definitely detested us. Um, probably in every aspect, they probably changed up the game plan a wee bit. Um, something that we weren't used to. They, they played they played two sweepers for most of the game and packed out their defence nearly like nearly like a football type of tactic. Um. But listen, like we stuck at it and stuck at it, and it probably didn't come for us at times. And um, but it just probably shows you how much of a good team we are and how close together we are. The fact that we did keep going and keep going and keep knocking at the door, like so. No, definitely, definitely happy. User, are, are obviously very familiar with each other, like with this being fourth time you've met, and Kerry, I suppose, with having lost three times, we're looking for to bring something different. And I suppose that was it really today, especially with I suppose Antrim's goal threat all year. There was something they really looked to kind of snuff out. Yeah, well, that's it. The goal speaks for themselves. Like James McNaughton's been chipping him a goal. Conor McCann. Um, I think Conor McCann scored a goal in every game this year. Like, so yeah, we'll start for Conor. Um, so obviously they've done their homework and they've done their homework well. Um, and I don't think we got a goal today, did we? No, no, no. Just you, like the fact that we didn't get a goal, I think we scored a couple of goals in every. Well, game. maybe, maybe, maybe one. We don't know. Actually, there's a bit of debate still about that one, whether it crossed the line or not. <laughs> I haven't seen it back yet, but there, yeah. I know Darren was getting a wee bit animated on the lane asking for hockey, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but it does, it just shows, um, do you know how well we can adapt the game as well? Uh, do you know what I mean, Connor? Um, the very fact that we didn't get a goal and we were still able to chip away with a point stick when it mattered, um, which was good, you know? Yeah, well, 22 points and all, like, and, and like, I think as well, when you're looking at it, um, <laughs> like the subs that came on yourself and obviously Neil McManus and Connor Johnson and you know coming in there and, and Conning too like it really just freshened things up and I suppose it, it threw something else at Kerry that they obviously hadn't really been facing in their previous um, encounters against you as well definitely Connor like and all you had to do is look at our training the last three weeks you know there were 32 boys champing at the bit to get in to the 26 firstly and then and the other 26 champing at the bit to get into the starting 15 like our in-house games have been excellent. Um, so like there was no doubt. Even though I was talking to Neil, I texted Neil there last week and says like we have a massive st- uh, part to play in this game. You know we can come on yeah. and the crook part was a scene. <laughs> so, yeah. um, do you know what I mean? So that was the attitude. There was no one obviously a wee bit upset not to be starting, but you know as soon as the team was announced, it was we were into the zone of right. What can we do to help the group? What can we do? You know to make an impact. And I thought I thought we'd done that today. Like you know. Yeah, and but that's something that's even across the whole year has clearly been that kind of you know real positive attitude and that kind of team ethos as well. Like and 
the, the reference to the squad obviously always goes back to the Westmead game, you know, as always the example people throw at people, uh, you know, when talking about the, as an example of the depth this year, and it kind of showed there in the final as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, that's it. Well, no one or two boys can win you anything, um, Connor, and I think that's the biggest difference with Antrim this year. Like, every single person, like, there's no egos, there's no there's no person in the, in the room where you think, oh, the, I don't really like him or what's he at, or, you know, everyone's on the same level. Everyone wants the same thing. And we're all going in the right direction together. So I think that ethos that, that Darn has created within the group, that, you know, it's all about the group, um, from kit men, the selectors, the stats men, you know, the subs, the boys who didn't, don't make the panel. It's all about, you know, that united group. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 it is an honour and a privilege to be a part of it. Like, it's a great feeling. Yeah, and I suppose it's something that really shows this year too is like it's very hard to think of many people who are missing, you know, from you know, you would have other years where, you know, there may be one or two not not wanting to be involved with that. But I suppose it's it's obviously some is to do with the environment that Darren's created there and his management team as well, that everybody wants to be part of it, you know, whether whatever number they are in the squad. Yeah, definitely. And like I think every like every best hurler in the county is on the county panel. Like in my opinion anyway. And yeah. they're there is that sort of club feeling to the team, even though there's so many good players. Like you even look at Conal Conal Cunning there on the bench, Connor Johnson on the bench. Like on their day, them boys are the best forwards in Ulster. Uh, you know? Yeah. And the attitude that they have is, you know what, we're gonna make an impact at some stage, and you know, it, it is amazing. Like it, and it is all down the darn to be honest with you for creating that culture. Yeah, and well, like I mean, if you're looking at the, I suppose thinking, I know you's were, you's obviously had the the media day, you know, and then it was uh, last week, you know, leading up to the final, and then it was kind of, you know, all focused on the final for yourselves and and the management team. What was it like the build up? You know, hey, Darren obviously has his his own All Ireland final experience in there too, which surely helped. Yeah, I think that was massive. Um, because obviously you've seen the build up over social media and stuff, and I think yeah. uh, everyone stayed away from it, you know, that type of thing, and it was yeah. brilliant. Connor to see the back end from especially the children like because that's a yeah. way we were to inspire you know but it's also very important that we don't get caught up in that sort of emotion and and, and using sort of our emotional energy on that do you know what I mean yeah. and then when it comes to pitch you know it's all it's all drained out of you um so I thought it was a very good idea from Darren to have that media day get it out of the way and yeah. just focus on hitting the pitch like you know what I mean and I think Darren's Darn's like experiences of all Ireland finals and big days really came out in the last week or two. Even the things that he was saying during the week, like you know, remember who you're representing, and whenever you're leaving the house, like drive past the houses, you know who who who, who you're close to, how much close to your heart, how much it means to them, and you know things they got there and what you're representing. Um, you know his tips and stuff and the wee things he says, and even going into change rooms in Croke Park, you know. I think some people could maybe be in awe of the whole thing, you know, and, and taken back from it and going from a walk a walk around the pitch. And, you know, pe- some people could maybe freeze. Yeah. And I think aren't having just, just the way he carries himself and his energy and, you know, maybe a cracking a joke now and again, you know, just to lighten up the mood a bit. So I think his experience, um, you know, on the big day, he's been there, done it, he's wore the T-shirt. And I think that showed maybe even towards the end too, because we didn't panic. Um, no. I think it was level whenever me and Neil came in. Um, and, he, and even when he, his instructions on the us, it, it was sort of like stick to the process, do you know what I mean? And it was, you know, it's definitely very, it's very nice to have that sort of person at your side who you can look at and go, do you know what, he, he, he's not bullshitting you, like, you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. he, you know? 
Hi, like he's someone who is sort of give it to you straight as well, and like he and you kind of, I suppose, people who have that pedigree, you trust, you know, whenever they're in charge, you sort of think, you know, everything's okay, and there is no real need to panic. It's different when you probably look over to the sideline and you don't see that leadership there is when it does happen on the pitch, uh, or it, you know, maybe doesn't happen for you on the pitch. And I suppose today was an example, and there's loads of examples throughout the whole season, like the Offaly game and the league is another one that's referenced. I suppose your game against Carlo, obviously your impact in that game, and and I suppose that's just been a, a whole mark of Lantrum sides this season big time and I suppose whatever whatever Darren whatever he said I don't know about the rest of the lads but whatever he says to me is gospel you know what I mean everything I'm just always trying to get more and more information out of him like and you know definitely and uh no he's just made a massive impact you know obviously the way I speak about him now you can you can obviously tell how much he means to me like not only not only in Harden Connor you know personally too we both share sort of similar journeys and things like that and you know, yeah. he, is, he is an amazing man, to be fair. Oh, no, it was a very good point as well. Like, you know, you can you sort of see that, you know, where people would obviously take different things, you know, like that. And I suppose, again, that's probably for you as well, that kind of trust you could build up over the course of the year and that he does, you know, have a plan for, say, you on the in a match day as well. Like, obviously, the, the impact, like I mentioned before, too, as well as today. Um, looking at the, I suppose, looking at the match today itself, like, is you started off to a flyer and... And I suppose the funny thing is that actually going in a point down at half time was just, you know, it just sort of came out of nowhere. Like, what was the feeling like then at half time whenever the discussions were going on about the first half? No, I'd say probably uh, I wasn't in the change room at half time, but I'd say there was a few choice words from Barnard. <laughs> but, uh, like, I, I, well, we're probably taking the wrong options, to be honest with you, Connor. You know, there's a few times boys were running in on goal and they probably took the shot instead of passing it across and things like that. And that can happen. On yeah. a big day, you know what I mean, and, and and boys are trying to, you know, maybe they don't see that pass or maybe they don't hear people calling for it and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it can happen, but it, it's it was very much sort of stick to the process, stick to what we know. You know, have trust in your own ability too. Is is one thing that Darm would would always illustrate to us. Um, you know, don't panic like and he does. Even the, the, the defenders would have a wee bit of um guidance and instruction on how they should play, but as a forward uh, and, and from my point of view and the other lads like he, he would give us a license to hurl like and do basically whatever we feels best to do in that moment in time and you know I've you, sometimes you come across a manager or whatever and you have to do this and you have to do that do you know what I mean it's yeah. very much trust your own instinct you're here because you're good enough so just go out and express yourself you know yeah, and it did seem like that in the forwards because whenever you whenever you just came in there at that time and you did sort of seem to rotate a bit and I suppose it was a I suppose that I mean with Kerry playing a couple of extra players back and that there it was I imagine that was all about trying to drag them out of position and you know like so yourself and and Neil and that there give a different proposition there. Um, what was it like coming into the game at that stage? Like you mentioned, it was level obviously, um, and a bit of a back and forth game at that stage. Well, uh, do you know what? It was great. Me and Neil were warm, warming up together, and you know, we both looked each other. We're ready for this. Like, let's go. Um, we were chopping at the bit where we're hungry, and do you know, most of the games this year, it has suited our running game. And uh, me, and, me and Neil wouldn't have the most pace in the world, like you know that. But, uh, <laughs> but maybe it was a day for for bringing sort of the bigger lads on and, and winning primary possession, and maybe breaking hits and and giving the ball off, and do, do you know things like that rather than yeah. getting the ball and the run run through you know, five or six carry defenders. Um, so I, I don't think it was it was a day for, for the runners, but definitely I think whenever we whenever we did come on, we, we brought that sort of physicality, say, that we probably didn't ha- we didn't have. Um, and I think that maybe changed it a bit, yeah. 
and I suppose there's yeah, there's a few examples of that of you just winning it and you're passing it back out to the likes of Clark and that there to pop over, you know, which wasn't happening in the first half really. And there was a few times, you know, obviously fellas to do the, uh, the running game and that there kind of maybe run into trouble a wee bit. And it did give you that extra dimension there. Well, that's it. Like, and uh, whenever I get the ball, I would look for the likes of Clark and stuff because I, I would rather Clarky had a shot, you know, on goal than me, to be honest <laughs> with you. And, and like, you just have to know what you're good at. And, yeah. And, like you have to be also realistic. Like I can go and win a ball and do a bit of dirty work and, and hand it to the boys who can do the damage. You know, so like know your role and know what know what you're there for and you know do what's best for the group, do what's best for the team. And that back to what I said at the start, that's the whole ethos. So it has been the ethos since January, and and it still ha- it still was today there. Like yeah. Was there a, what was the messaging like whenever you were from Darren and that there and all the was any of the management team when you were going in to play Kerry for a fourth time? Um, was he saying to expect something different from them this time? You know that they would bring something different to to the pitch this time round. Definitely, on Friday night he actually said it. Like we knew it was coming, you know. But it's it's how it's it's tough adapting to two Connor. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But they set up differently tactically, especially when they packed the defence and stuff like that. But we knew that. Let's be honest here, and let's face it. We've beat them three times, and the last three times we've beat them, they've played the exact same way. So you know, it wouldn't take a genius in, in their management team to sort of say here, we need to do something different here, and we need to throw yeah. a spanner against against Antrim, like, and they did that, and fair play to them, and you know, they pushed us right, right to the wire. Um, so you know, Darren did give that message out. Um, the boys adapted in the first half, or maybe. You know, probably probably not. You know what I mean? But which kept doing the same things or whatever. But uh, but you know, it just showed towards the end there. I think we got five points, four or five points on the run in in the second yeah. half. I think just before the water break or something like that. And I think that was massive. Um. So yeah, it, when you when you carry would bring something different. Um. And I thought you know what did sort of, uh, what did adapt it. Um. When it came to it, yeah. Well, like I mean, in the saying that, like you have beaten them three times and all two, and Kerry have, you know, he's put up a contest and all those. If you look at the league final, and like this is something I've talked about in previous podcasts too, is like the fact that you, you know, previous Antrim teams would have been pegged back, like you were in that league final a couple of times pegged back, but you went straight up the other end and got another goal, you know, and and there was something that seemed to be a wee bit different. Um, does that again come from that kind of, um, I suppose, mentality of you know focusing on what you're doing and the process of what you're doing and and, you know, and, and reacting positively to those types of setbacks. Definitely, like, and you know, and and we all get setbacks. You know what I mean? Whether it's a sport or life or anything. So someone scoring a goal against, like, it, it, it would be the easy thing to do to just pack it in and throw your cards in and say that's it. Like, you know, but definitely the determination that the boys show, even the leadership. You know, it takes a lot of leadership to do that for for a boy. The, you know, whenever, especially in the league final, when they went and got a goal, for, for, I think Conor McCann got the goal in the reply for someone yeah. to step up that and 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 throw the ball in the net. Like that's that's massive character and massive massive leadership. And the fact, I think the very fact that and I don't, I know he won't make me saying this, the very fact that we didn't rely on Neil the whole time. You know, throughout yeah. the whole, even today, other lads stood up. You know, and probably, we probably didn't have that in the past. You know what I mean? We're always going right. Where's Neil? Is he going to pull a, pull us out of a hole here? And we never looked at that, you know what I mean? It was the group, right? The group's going to put, we're going to pull ourselves out of, out of the hole. Like, you know, it's all of us, we're all in it. So, no, definitely, it's it, it was sort of, it's definitely a mentality thing, as you say, you know, we're never beat, you know, there's 70, probably 75 minutes in a game. And uh, we keep we keep going to the end, like, you know, and, and it's something that we do in training as well. 
you know, we're t- training harder and then we're going into games and we're all busted, but we're just to keep going and pushing and keep pushing. Like, and it, it showed it on the pitch too, like, and not only today, but a lot of the games, yeah. Yeah, and like I mean, that's a that's a that's a massive point as well because obviously Neil would have been a big part of, you know, Antrim Antrim teams driving forward in recent years, and and I'd say probably was a good example of you know of demonstrating kind of what the whole squad can do in that sense. Um, just looking at the you know the the campaign as a whole in terms of the the Joe McDonough, like as we're going into that first game, I mean, there's. There's other fellas I've talked to, and they've said there was no mention of the Joe McDonough until the league was over. I assume that's right. That 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 was the case whenever he was finishing up the after the league. No, definitely. And see, to be honest with you too, there, there was no mention of winning the league. You know, when the first game of the league either. Do, do, you, know, do, do, do you know what I'm saying, Connor? It was nearly like, and <clears throat> me and Darren would talk about it a lot outside of her and, and the programs that were on. It's, it's a day at a time. You know, and that's something yeah. that we've narrowed it all down to. Like, it's a training session at a time. You know, it's a ball at a time. Do you know what I mean? It's a game at a time. You know, so we don't get, we don't look too far ahead. Do you know what I mean? It's just keep living in the present. You know, as as I was taught maybe last in the last year or two, the precious present. Um, but yeah. that just you know, focus focusing on the now, what we can do now to better the group, not not Joe McDonough's or whatever anything like that there. So it was it was really just a game at a time, and lads weren't really talking about winning trophies or anything like that. It was just going into a game and saying, right, we're going to win this game. And once it was over, it was right. Like, what are we going to do the next week or the next two weeks to win, to win the game after that lick? Yeah, and I suppose that's why it kind of makes it important to say that, like, you know, winning the Joe McDonough obviously gives Andrew, you know, the route into Lee McCarthy next year. But it's important to kind of savor these moments as well, not think of it as that kind of thing of, okay, here's what, you know, but it's to almost live in the moment. And I suppose, like, what you're saying is that that here and now is kind of important to savor that and to kind of, you know, take the positives that come with being successful and for the commitment you're putting in. Oh, definitely. And, like, <clears throat> it's it's not just about this group that has won the Joe McDonough. I think it goes a lot more than that, too, Connor. Like, and yeah. you look at the, the work that people are doing, even at Gale Fast and things like that. And, you know, a lot of a lot of people are doing work. And, and, and like, me, and a person like me, like, you're trying to inspire a generation and try, or trying to inspire a kid in St. John's, you know, to grow up yeah. and maybe something to pay for Antrim. And that's, that's the way I would look at it, do you know what I mean? So winning the Joe McDonough and all the boys were celebrating the night, it's brilliant. But like I can just think you know, the amount of text messages even that I've got today and all the lads have got, you know, photos of children and stuff like that. Like look how look how happy you're making them people, you know. And I just think that's what it's all about, you know what I mean? You're giving something back. I actually think we're the lucky ones being able to go out and, you know, play on the pitch and uh and and and, and be that person to sort of look up to and, and, and be like, I wanna be like that someday, I wanna play for Antrim someday because like there's no there's no getting away from maybe the last five or six years that people haven't really want wanted to grow up and play for Antrim. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think now after the day, and especially because it was well documented and it was on TV and stuff like that, like th- this thing could inspire a whole generation. Do you know? And I, and I think that's brilliant. Yeah, well, that's that's the really important thing about it as well, and that's why I think you know if you're looking at the kind of PR work that Antrim are doing as well, of kind of engaging. There's a lot with say schools, and there's a lot whether it's like you know the kids doing the colouring in competitions and all those air sort of things that come with it, where like you know it's 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 fellas in Antrim jerseys that they're drawing or whatever and doing in that sense, and it's not say Kilkenny or Tip and all these other players that they they have someone within their own county that they can aspire to replicate, whether it's you know for the club. Or the county, oh big time, <clears throat> and even see like I've done it myself. Like you're going in the O'Neills and you want to grab the Kilkenny jersey or whatever. Hi, yeah. you no, know, and, and that's just the reality of it. But I don't know. Maybe after today, and maybe after 
next year or whatever, you, them kids will be going in and only to be selling out of their Antrim stuff, you know. But and you'll see, you'll see, you'll see people walking down the Andy Town Road with a hurl in their hand past casement and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And that's 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 what it's all about, Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to say, ask you as well. What's it like to be tackled by Darren Gleeson? <laughs> That was an amazing moment, wasn't it? I was glad I was captured, like, but I couldn't do much about it. He just came at me, he screwed, didn't he? He's like, Paul O'Connor on that me, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, he's at that photo anyway. Like, oh, it was such a good moment. Like, and I suppose it just kind of, it just really showed that moment of what it meant to him too, you know, in, in terms of this role he's taken on and the buy-in that comes from, you know, a fellow like that who's won, Liam McCarthy's, you know, as well. And he, again, probably an example of soaking up the moment of the here and now. Oh, big time. And I, I was listening to, was it Liam Sheedy the other night saying when, when, when Darren's in, he's all in. Yeah. And you can see here, I'm talking there tonight, like when we had a wee thing, we're in the hotel, and how much it means to him, there's nearly a tear in his eye, do you know what I mean? Like, he's very, very passionate, Connor, and it means the absolute world, Liam. And we probably don't know him, Liam, the work he puts in, do you know what I mean? We probably only see, you know, I know we all know he drives up and down and blah, 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 and stuff like that, but... You know the amount of work that man puts in, and I'm sure it's not easy. He has a young family too, um, and a wife there at home, and you know, and and the commitment and how much how much it means to him. Do you know what I mean? It'd be very easy to some for someone to come up from the south or whatever and take a team and sort of tick boxes. You know what I mean? And yeah. Use it as a to go somewhere else, or do you know do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he's not definitely you know the passion and everything, and 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 even the relationship that he has with every player. Do you know what I mean? Uh, on a personal basis too. I know, I know. He, he, he be ringing boys during the week and texting them back and forward, and even when he sees them, he's having a laugh with them. Do you know, he's very, he's very much, you know, <clears throat> he's very much committed to us as people. Do you know what I mean? Before, yeah. before about hurling or anything like that. And I think that's massive. And a manager, like it just means you just feel loved. Do you know what I mean? You just feel as uh, if you're the best. Feel as if you're the best hurler. Like you know, it's it's brilliant. Uh, uh, he puts all his trust in you, and we trust him. Like definitely trust him. Yeah, it's he, he's amazing. Yeah, well, I suppose that's it, and that that builds and that makes it. You know that you want to you want to run through a wall for him, and that kind of attitude that gets the best out of players. Like he would have obviously worked on you know played under like Liam Sheedy and boy and fellas like that there too. And I suppose it's about instilling that kind of and not only and probably in Antrim in the past haven't had that. You know, I'll run through a wall for my teammate here. You know, but actually this year you can see that example. It doesn't matter what club. I think. I read some of there's like 10 different clubs in that Antrim team, you know, now, which, you know, it's just a big example of how collectively they can work together to kind of the, the greater good of the county. Yeah, big time. And he has created a club environment inside our county team, you know, and, yeah. and, and you know, maybe not, maybe, and, 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 and that's right, it's, it's, Darren can do all that and set all, he can facilitate the whole thing, but I suppose it is up to the players too. And, uh, you know, and and I know hearing stories of the past, you used to get North Antrim boys sitting at the back and South Antrim at the front and all that yeah. crap, you know. And now, like, sure, everyone be hugging each other and loving each other, do you know what I mean? Like, it's uh-huh. brilliant, it is a class, it's, it very much is like a club team. And everyone be hopping, like, and they go to training, you know, we're going up to Jordanstown there twice a week, in the gym twice a week, like, and it's very easy to, to go, do you know what, it's too cold. And even last week, there was, there was ice in the pitch, like, do you know what I mean? And there were still uh-huh. boys laughing joking on the way up the training and it's brilliant you know what i mean it, it is it is very much like a club team even though there is 10 different clubs 10 different clubs uh-huh. um which is great which is a great spread by the way we're not relying on on maybe the lockies or cushion dolls or whatever the the carry the county team you know there's there's boys from junior hurling clubs intermediate clubs senior clubs you know all together like and 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 fighting for the one cause and it's it's amazing it's brilliant to be a part of 
for like I suppose like for you your own year like you've had a pretty eventful year as well in terms of the club scene as well and like you know you're looking at the club championship too like what it was hurling really like you know I suppose like what kind of has it been everything for you this year and like how it's kind of played a role and like and what's a year that is you know it's not you know like it's it's the strangest of years but it's been a very positive year I suppose for Antrim Hurling like what sort of roles it played for you and in, in, in what you're what, you know in your life as well well, to be totally honest with you, Connor, like it's kept me sober this year. Yeah. Um, like you know, it was I was actually looking at my diary on Thursday. It was eighteen months since I was since I went into Sister Concilios. Yeah. And, you know, maybe over the lockdown, it was it. It was tough. Like you know what I mean. It was just. Oh wow. It was definitely very tough, and even the hurling, 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 hurling my life. Do you know what I mean? The hurling mm. and football is my life, and and I would be absolutely lost without it. Not only that, even the people involved in it, you know what I mean? All my friends are all, all they're, they're all GA people, do you know what I mean? And and, and definitely the club, it, it kept me going at the start of the lockdown. And then whenever, after the lockdown game, whenever I was sitting in the hospital, right. um, Dan actually phoned me and he and, and he said to me, right, get your antrim hat on now, you know? And, and, and it was that sort of thing that it was like, right, that'll keep me going again for another couple of months, do you know? And even today, he said, I was, I was chatting to him around that long ago, and he says, right, we'll get back in next week and get going again for the National League. Do you know, and, and that'll keep me going for another way. So, like, on a personal level, like, hurling, hurling keeps me going from one day to the next. And, and, I, and I said before there about, you know, a day at a time and stuff like that there. But every morning I wake up, I I have something to do. And that's yeah. something to do with Brent Murphy in the gym or go up to, go up to Jordanstown to train or, or something like that there. And, I, and I, there is days, Connor, that it's got me through the day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whenever you're out and stuff they got there so it, it means it means the absolute world to me and i'm sure it means the absolute world to, to everybody on the on on our panel because like the commitment the, the commitment is a lot like you know i don't know i'm working 40 40 odd hours a week there on home fit and then maybe you're putting 20 hours a week in the in the anthem um but like you love it you know you do it yeah. because you love it i do it hurling and football is a massive and has been a massive part of my life this year like and and I said it there before. Like we're lucky that we had it, that we had it this year, you know. Um, and I'm very, very grateful that, that the championships did go ahead because if it didn't, it would have been scary times for me. Like definitely. Yeah, and like it's and it's so important, and like I'm sure yourself and you, know, you consider across the board. Like when sport was stopped there, obviously during the lockdown period, and then at the end of the July when the club stuff came back again, like just what a boost that would have been to people across the county or across the country as well oh, definitely like in, whenever you, if like if you want to dip into people's mental health and stuff like that there do you know yeah like, it, it, it made a massive massive impact that you know you can do these zoom trainings and all that there but you're not surrounded by the group do you know what i mean and that group gives me energy you know what i mean and people like patty burke and stuff and who are really really committed to the cause and you see how much it means to them like i feed off that you know what i mean it, it gives you that energy to drive on and i'm sure it's like that from in, in, in every corner of ireland like you know what i mean yeah, it, people people need that people need that sort of team environment people need to be around their friends and there's no better way than being part of the ga i suppose yeah yeah well look here it's been obviously a brilliant year for antrim antrim hurling and and you know i was just thinking earlier like even the positivity across the county and all codes like this year obviously the camogues got to the final and unfortunately were beat but like they're in a really good position next year and you know footballers are in a good place with the new management team and ladies footballers in the semi-final so actually that kind of good feeling across the county is something and seeing the teams kind of 
you know, supporting each other and backing each other publicly, like you were mentioning about the social media stuff too, is really important, I suppose, for a county like ours to, to thrive. Oh, definitely. And even I was listening to the Chloe's um, podcast last week. Yeah. And she was saying that, you know, even the professionalism that, it was that it was in their team even this year you know things like they were getting maybe the expenses or stuff like that you know and and that's amazing you know the very fact that the county board and especially um sort of the south and uh the south and business forum and things they got in club antrim are are putting their money in their pockets and they're doing a lot putting their yeah putting what put their hands in their pockets <laughs> putting their hands in their pockets and uh <laughs> and uh and, and, and investing in the players and you know when you get that like in that level of um professionalism you, you want to be a part of it and it's great to see and like even Andy McGinley getting appointed as the football manager like sure that's amazing too and uh even and, and I know some of the boys that have been called up to it and and have and have went for it you know who probably wouldn't have in the past is is amazing to see like so you know all four all four codes seem to be going well and it is a joy to be a part of and a, and it's it's a joy to be a part of Antrim again isn't it like I suppose and yeah. it's making people proud yeah and I think you'll get that especially you know people getting to see their county on tv and it goes back again to what you're saying about the children watching you know seeing their county in all Ireland final day you know like and seeing Antrim jerseys in Croke Park and all those kind of things like I remember when I was younger going to the All-Ireland quarterfinals in the early 2000s and you know it was just kind of it was just you know because you're so used to seeing the big the big big counties playing and but actually going to the Croke Park now I know today obviously there's nobody there but actually people seeing it on TV can have that big impact and I suppose it's that kind of it starts it does start from the top setting the examples and it's that investment below that that you've mentioned that is kind of plays that role in it as well yeah well there's no doubt like we're probably the flagship team of the county do you know what i mean and yeah if, if we're doing well on the field then it is going to have that domino effect from the top to the bottom um and that goes all the way down to maybe fundamentals and clubs like you know what i mean and, yeah. uh, and we drawings and stuff the the, the kids done and it was amazing do you know what I mean? and, uh-huh. and sam and mccrory he's a gpo for gail the for gail fast and he was saying to me and he's been he, he's been working for Antrim for a while and he's and he was saying to me, even going in the schools, like some of the, some of the children, even in North Belfast, would know the names of the Antrim senior hurlers, and he's never seen that before. Aye. You know what I mean? So it's definitely starting to take a turn, like, and it, it is amazing. Um, but uh, like, look at the amount of work that's being put in Connor. Like, we can all see it firsthand, and the administration of it, and Paul Donnelly and Gail Fast, and he's working well with Tom McCaffrey and things like that. Like, all them boys are working very, very, very hard. Um, <clears throat> do you know? To put the foundations in for us to for, for for us to succeed in the future, and I suppose short term, if we're succeeding and doing well, then it's going to inspire them as they even want to do better. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's we're all on it, like and every, everyone and all every single platform around Antrim, every they're all in it for the cause, like and our cause is to see to see Antrim doing well on days like today in Croke Park, like which is amazing. Yeah, no, it really is true. And look, I think. I just want to say thanks very much for taking the time to join me here. Um, it's great to chat about today's win and positive future ahead. And you know, best of luck for 2021 too. And and I think whenever we look at it across the board, there's plenty to work with there. And like that investment you mentioned. So no, look here. Thanks very much for taking the time to chat to me. And I know you are probably celebrating away there. So I'll, I'll let you get back at it. Thank you. Thanks very much. I'll chat to you soon.